The first book of Ezra, chapter 1, verse 1. And Josiah held the feast of the Passover in Jerusalem unto his Lord, and offered the Passover the fourteenth day of the first month. Having set the priests according to their daily courses, being arrayed in long garments in the temple of the Lord, and he spake unto the Levites, the holy ministers of Israel, that they should hollow themselves unto the Lord, to set the holy ark of the Lord in the house that King Solomon the son of David had built, and said, Ye shall no more bear the ark upon your shoulders. Now therefore serve the Lord your God, and minister unto his people Israel, and prepare you after your families and kindreds. According as David, king of Israel, prescribed, and according to the magnificence of Solomon his son, and standing in the temple according to the several dignities of the families of you the Levites, who minister in the presence of your brethren, the children of Israel, offer the Passover in order, and make ready the sacrifice for your brethren, and keep the Passover according to the commandment of the Lord, which was given unto Moses. And unto the people that was found there, Josiah gave 30,000 lambs and kids, and 3,000 calves. These things were given of the king's allowance, according as he promised, to the people, to the priests, and to the Levites. And Herakias, Zacharias, Silius, the governors of the temple, gave to the priests for the Passover 2,600 sheep and 300 calves. And Jokanaz and Samasus and Nathaniel his brother and Abias and Kel and Joram, captains over thousands, gave to the Levites for the Passover 5,000 sheep and 700 calves. And when these things were done, the priests and the Levites, having the unleavened bread, stood in very comely order according to the kindreds, and according to the several dignities of the fathers, before the people to offer to the Lord as it is written in the book of Moses. And thus did they in the morning. And they roasted the Passover with fire, as appertaineth. As for the sacrifices, they sawed them in brass pots and pans with a good savior, and set them before all the people. And afterwards they prepared for themselves and for the priests their brethren, the sons of Aaron. For the priests offered the fat until night, and the Levites prepared for themselves. And the priests their brethren, the sons of Aaron, the holy singers also, the sons of Asaph, were in their order, according to the appointment of David to with Asaph, Zacharias, and Jedathan, who was the king's retinue. Moreover, the porters were at every gate. It was not lawful for any to go from his ordinary service, for their brethren, the Levites, prepared for them. Thus were the things that belonged to the sacrifices of the Lord accomplished in that day, that they might hold the Passover and offer sacrifices upon the altar of the Lord according to the commandment of the king Josiah. 
So the children of Israel, which were present, held the Passover at that time, and the Feast of Sweet Bread seven days. And such a Passover was not kept in Israel since the time of the prophet Samuel. Yea, all the kings of Israel held not such a Passover as Josiah's, and the priests, and the Levites, and the Jews, held with all Israel that were found dwelling at Jerusalem. In the eighteenth year of the reign of Josiah's was this Passover kept. And the works of Josiah's were upright before the Lord, with an heart full of godliness. As for the things that came to pass in his time, that were written in former times, concerning those that sinned and did wickedly against the Lord above all people and kingdoms, and how they grieved him exceedingly, so that the words of the Lord rose up against Israel. Now after all these acts of Josiah, it came to pass that Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, came to war at Carchemish upon Euphrates, and Josiah went out against him. But the king of Egypt sent to him, saying, What have I to do with thee, O king of Judea? I am not sent out from the Lord God against thee, for my war is upon Euphrates, and now the Lord is with me. Yea, the Lord is with me, hasten me for it. Depart from me, and be not against the Lord. Howbeit Josiah did not turn back his chariot from him, but undertook to fight with him, not regarding the words of the prophet Jeremy spoken by the mouth of the Lord, but joined the battle with him in the plain of Megiddo, and the princes came against King Josiah. Then said the king unto his servant, Carry me away out of the battle, for I am very weak. And immediately his servants took him away out of the battle. Then got he up his second chariot, and being brought back to Jerusalem, died, and was buried in his father's sepulchre. And in all jury they mourned for Josiah. Yea, Jeremy, the prophet, lamented for Josiah. And the chief men with the women made lamentation for him unto this day. And this was given out for an ordinance to be done continually in all the nation of Israel. These things are written in the book of the stories of the kings of Judah. And every one of the acts that Josiah did, and his glory, and his understanding in the law of the Lord, and the things that he had done before, and the things now recited, are reported in the book of the kings of Israel and Judea. And the people took Joachim, the son of Josiah, and made him king instead of Josiah, his father, when he was twenty and three years old. And he reigned in Judea and in Jerusalem three months. And then the king of Egypt disposed him from reigning in Jerusalem. And he set a tax upon the land of a hundred talents of silver and one talent of gold. The king of Egypt also made King Joachim his brother king of Judea and Jerusalem. And he bound Joachim and the nobles. But Zacharias, his brother, he apprehended and brought him out of Egypt. Five and twenty years old was Joachim 
when he was made king in the land of Judea and Jerusalem. And he did evil before the Lord. Wherefore against him, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, came up and bound him with a chain of brass and carried him unto Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar also took of the holy vessels of the Lord and carried them away and set them in his own temple at Babylon. But those things that are recorded of him and of his uncleanness and impity are written in the chronicles of the kings. And Joachim, his son, reigned in his stead. He was made king being 18 years old and reigned but three months and 10 days in Jerusalem and did evil before the Lord. So after the year, Nebuchadnezzar sent and caused him to be brought into Babylon with the holy vessels of the Lord and made Zedekiah, king of Judea and Jerusalem, when he was one and twenty years old, and he reigned eleven years. And he did evil also in the sight of the Lord, and carried not for the words that were spoken unto him by the prophet Jeremy from the mouth of the Lord. And after the king Nebuchadnezzar had made him to swear by the name of the Lord, he forswore himself and rebelled and hardened his neck and his heart. And he transgressed the law of the Lord God of Israel. The governors also of the people and of the priests did many things against the laws and passed all the pollutions of all nations and defiled the temple of the Lord, which was sanctified in Jerusalem. Nevertheless, the God of their fathers sent by his messenger to call them back because he spared them in his tabernacle also. But they had his messengers in derision. And look, when the Lord spake unto them, they made a sport of his prophets. So far forth that he being wroth with his people for their great ungodliness, commanded the kings of the Chaldees to come up against them, who slew their young men with the sword, yea, even within the compass of their holy temple and spared neither young man nor maid, old man nor child among them for he delivered all into their hands and they took all the holy vessels of the Lord both great and small with the vessels of the ark of God and the king's treasures and carried them away into Babylon as for the house of the Lord they burnt it and break down the walls of Jerusalem and set fire upon her towers. And as for her glorious things, they never ceased till they had consumed and brought them all to naught. And the people that were not slain with the sword, he carried unto Babylon, who became servants to him and his children, to the Persians reigned, to fulfill the word of the Lord spoken by the mouth of Jeremy until the land had enjoyed a Sabbath, the whole time of her desolation shall she rest until the full term of 70 years. Chapter two, verse one. In the first year of Cyrus, king of the Persians, that the word of the Lord might be accomplished, that he had promised by the mouth of Jeremy. The Lord raised up the spirit of Cyrus, the king of the Persians, and he made proclamation throughout all his kingdom and also by writing, saying, 
Thus says Cyrus, the king of Persians, the Lord of Israel, the most high Lord, have made me king of the whole world and commanded me to build him and house at Jerusalem in Jewelry. If therefore there be any of you that are of his people, let the Lord, even his Lord, be with him. And let him go up to Jerusalem that is in Judea and build the house of the Lord of Israel. For he is the Lord that dwelleth in Jerusalem. Whosoever then dwell in the places about, let them help him. Those, I say, that are his neighbors with gold and with silver, with gifts, with horses, and with cattle, and other things which have been set forth by vow for the temple of the Lord at Jerusalem. Then the chief of the family of Judea and of the tribe of Benjamin stood up, the priests also, and the Levites, and all they whose mind the Lord had moved to go up and to build in a house for the Lord at Jerusalem. And they that dwelt round about them and helped them in all things with silver and gold, and with horses and cattle, and with very many free gifts of a great number whose minds were stirred up thereto. King Cyrus also brought forth the holy vessels, which Nebuchadnezzar had carried away from Jerusalem and had set up in his temple of idols. Now when Cyrus, king of the Persians, had brought them forth, he delivered them to Mithratha, his treasure. And by him they were delivered to Sambasar, the governor of Judea. And this was the number of them, a thousand golden cups and a thousand of silver, censers of silver, twenty-nine, vials of gold, thirty, and of silver two thousand four hundred and ten, and a thousand other vessels. So all the vessels of gold and of silver which were carried away were five thousand four hundred threescore and nine. These were brought by Sambasar, together with them of the captivity from Babylon to Jerusalem. But in the time of Xerxes, king of the Persians, Bilimus, Medaret, and Tebalus, and Ramathus, and Belthamus and Smelamus, the secretary, with others that were in the commission with them, dwelling in Samaria and other places, wrote unto him against them that dwelt in Judea and Jerusalem these letters following. To King Xerxes, our Lord, thy servant Ramathus, the story writer, and Smelamus, the scribe, and the rest of their council, and the judges that are Caesarea and Phoenice, but it now known to the Lord, the King, that the Jews that are come up from you to us, being come into Jerusalem, that rebellious and wicked city, do build the marketplaces and repair the walls of it and do lay the foundation of the temple. Now if this city and walls thereof be made up again, they will not only refuse to give tribute, but also rebel against kings. And for as much as the things pertaining to the temple are now in hand, we think it meet not to neglect such a matter, but to speak unto our Lord the King, to the intent that if it be thy pleasure, it may be sought out in the books of thy fathers, and thou shalt find in the chronicles what is written concerning these things, and shall understand that the city was rebellious, troubling both kings and cities, and that the Jews were rebellious, 
and raised always wars therein. For the which cause even this city was made desolate. Wherefore now we do declare unto thee, O Lord the King, if the city be built again, and the walls thereof set up anew, thou shalt from henceforth have no passage into Caesarea and Phoenice. Then the king wrote back again to Ramathus, the story writer, to Belthamus, and to Smelamus, the scribe, and to the rest that were in commission, dwellers in Samaria and Syria and Phoenice, after this manner, I have read the epistles that ye have sent unto me. Therefore I command to make diligent search. And it have been found that that city was from the beginning practicing against kings. And the men therein were giving to rebellion and war. And that mighty kings and fierce were in Jerusalem, who reigned and exacted tributes in Caesarea and Phoenice. Now therefore I commanded to hinder those men from building a city, and he to be taken that there be no more done in it, and that those wicked workers proceed no further to the annoyance of kings. Then King Xerxes his letter being read, Ramathus and Smelamus, the scribe and the rest that were in commission with them, removing in haste towards Jerusalem with a troop of horsemen and a multitude of people in battle array, begin to hinder the builders. And the building of the temple in Jerusalem ceased until the second year of the reign of Darius, king of the Persians. Chapter 3, verse 1. Now when Darius reigned, he made a great feast unto all his subjects, and to all his household, and unto all the princes of Media and Persia, and to all the governors and captains and lieutenants that were under him, from India unto Ethiopia, of a hundred twenty and seven provinces. And when they had eaten and drunken and being satisfied were gone home, then Darius the king went into his bedchamber and slept, and soon after awaked. The three young men that were of the guard that kept the king's body spake one to another, Let every one of us speak a sentence. He that shall overcome, and whose sentence shall seem wiser than the others, unto him shall the king Darius give great gifts, and great things in token of victory as to be clothed in purple, to drink in gold, and to sleep upon gold, and a chariot with bridles of gold, and a head tire of fine linen, and a chain about his neck. And he shall sit next to Darius because of his wisdom, and shall be called Darius his cousin. And then every one wrote his sentence, sealed it, and laid it under King Darius his pillow, and said that when the king is risen, some will give him the writings, and of whose side the king and the three princes of Persia shall judge that his census is the wisest, to him shall the victory be given, as was appointed. The first wrote, wine is the strongest. The second wrote, the king is the strongest. The third wrote, Women are the strongest. But above all things, truth beareth away the victory. Now when the king was risen up, 
they took their writings and delivered them unto him. And so he read them. And sending forth, he called all the princes of Persia and Media, and the governors, and the captains, and the lieutenants, and the chief officers, and set him down in the royal seat of judgment. And the writings were read before them. And he said, Call the young men, and they shall declare their own sentences. So they were called and came in. And he said unto them, Declare unto us your mind concerning the writings. Then began the first, who had spoken of the shrimp of wine. And he said thus, O ye men, how exceeding strong is wine. It causeth all men to err that drink it, and maketh the mind of the king and of the fatherless child to be all one. Of the bondman and of the free man, of the poor man and of the rich, it turneth also every thought into jollity and mirth so that a man remember neither sorrow nor death. And it make it every heart rich, so that a man remember neither king nor governor. And it make it to speak all things by talents. And when they are in their cups, they forget their love both to friends and brethren. And a little after draw out swords. But when they are from the wine, they remember not what they have done. O ye men, is not wine the strongest that enforce it to do dust? And when he had so spoken, he held his peace.